You are listening to the Daily Christian Living, a podcast that inspires us to pursue God and his kingdom daily. I'm Shine Thomas, pastor at City Harvest India, where I train, preach and teach God's word. In this podcast, we are going to learn God's word with its context, cultural background and its present relevance to us today. Let's get rolling. Continuing revival, Acts chapter 4 verse 32 to 36. We all want revival and we all talk about revival. and we all pray for a revival of god to come where god will revive us and revive the nations around us but how can a revival come when we see the book of acts of the apostles we can find that the revival fire that came on the day of pentecost kept on pouring out and people were continually in the revival of god and we can receive that revival provided we can see some examples and ways the early church uh met together and prayed together and were united in prayer and when we come in such a situation in the presence of god uh i'm sure that revival will automatically be a part of the church even in the present day let's read uh what the first century church did in acts chapter 4 verse 32 All the believers were one in heart and mind no one claimed that any of their possessions was their own but they shared everything they had This unity was a wonderful example of God's spirit working among them because of their unity they regarded people more important than things they shared their possessions they were one in mind one in purpose and they gathered together in unity the bible says they had everything in common they recognized the ownership of god over everything when people had material blessings and possessions they felt that god is the owner of it and god has given to them for the benefit of the community and they were willing to share their possessions dear friends if revival truly has to come we need to look at what god has given to us as not our own but belongs to god and god has given it to us so that we can be generous and share with others in need so revival we find that is not only in prayer and praising god but it also touches our possessions it touches our lives in acts chapter 4 and in the greek over here it does not mean that everybody sold their property at once rather from time to time when there was a need people voluntarily sold their properties and brought it to their feet the apostles feet and they considered all things were shared in common since the day of pentecost remember on the day of pentecost people had come the from different parts of the land to celebrate the passover and the pentecost and when the revival broke out when the holy spirit came down on the day of pentecost people stayed back so most of them were uh, uh, visitors there in jerusalem people were not working so the small group of people who were the residents of jerusalem they thought that hospitality uh, should be rendered to those people who are visiting from other places to jerusalem so when the church started gathering and the people started growing uh, people were without work and people were far away from their homes so the local people of jerusalem the believers in jerusalem started selling their possessions and coming forward to help the other believers the new believers who are in Jerusalem now and time to time when there was a need people voluntarily did that and what happened because of that in verse 33 
it says with great power the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the lord jesus and god's grace was so powerfully at work in them all with great power the apostles continued to testify okay so look at that acts chapter 3 4 verse 32 shows that they put god first people second and material things as third they started serving god in unity and they started sharing their possessions to one another so they put people second and they put the material things as distant third so as a result great power of god came and rested upon them dear friends we are to consider god first give god the number one priority love god and then love your neighbor love people love the community around us and give the last value for our material possessions automatically such people are filled with the power of god such people are filled with the spirit of god because our god is a giving god so the reason for this continued revival is how they looked at other people how they looked at god and how they looked at their material things and great power came upon them and with great power the apostles continued to testify and what did they testify they gave testimony to the resurrection of the lord jesus christ if revival has to come we must know that resurrection has to be preached the resurrection of jesus held the message uh, for the first christians and they preached the resurrection of jesus christ we have the resurrection power operating in us and that is the power of revival that's the power of the holy spirit so they preached and testified regarding the resurrection of the lord jesus christ and look at what the bible says great grace was upon all of them there was god's favor upon them there was god's grace super grace upon them and god continued to use them in power and grace and in a spirit why because they preached the resurrection of jesus they considered god and people more important than material things and they were willing to share in the need of others in verse 34 it says that there were no needy persons among them from time to time those who owned land or houses sold them brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles feet and it was distributed to anybody or anyone who had need so when the church started taking care of the marginalized the widows and the strangers and visitors to jerusalem it is said that there was no needy persons among them all those who had possessions or land sold and brought it to the apostles feet from time to time when there was a need and there was a great revival so friends what is this kind of revival that we are seeing in acts it is a kind of revival that comes when we consider others better than us when we consider others and god more important than our comfort and our material things and then when we are united in the presence of god and when we seek the face of god we are automatically filled with power and people around are blessed and the kingdom of god starts to grow and that's what we see uh, the pattern shown for us in acts chapter 4 there was no needy persons among them because the church took care of them all those who had land sold their land and they distributed to anybody who was in need now we must also understand that 
the church supporting people is sometimes abused and even in the first century church later uh, the support of the church was abused and that's why paul writing his epistles he comes up with uh, with uh, regulations on how you need to support a person so even even today the church is called to support people who are in need and the marginalized and the widows and people who are without job but we must also have a right balance on who needs to be supported from the scripture and who does not need to be supported paul in his writings gives us the balance over here and paul says in 1st timothy chapter 5 verse 3 the church must discern who are the truly needy people so even before we think about supporting we should discern who are the needy people secondly in 2nd thessalonians chapter 3 verse 10 to 12 1st timothy chapter 5 verse 8 1st thessalonians 4 verse 11 paul says that if one can work to support himself he is not truly the needy person and he must work and provide for his own needs and for his own family so we have regulations later in apostle paul's writing on who deserves the church support if you are able to work and provide for your own family then that person should work and provide for their family not wait for the support from the church and in first timothy chapter 5 verse 3 to 4 if a family can support a needy person the church should not support them so many times we give the entire burden of supporting to the church but there are families in the church there are people in the church who are able to support and if one family can take care of a support to another family in the time of need then the church can be avoided of that support and that money can be used for another uh, another purpose for the glory of the kingdom of god so if a family can support let the family support not give the burden over to the church and in first timothy chapter 5 verse 9 to 13 paul says it is right for the church to examine the moral conduct before giving support the support is given after proper examining whether that person is standing in good standing with god and people how his or her moral life is and that is a pattern uh, shown to us in the scripture and support people who are good christians and morally right uh, in with good testimony in the church and outside and in first timothy chapter 6 verse 8 for what needs can we support paul says support should be given for the most basic necessities of living support should be given for the most basic necessities of living so here in the first century in acts chapter 4 as the church was being formed and people were revived and enthusiastic about this new way of life uh, G- the way of jesus and the followers of jesus they st- came together and supported everybody but later we find that regulations were put because this support was misused by some in the church and paul has given us amazing boundaries in which the church can support the needy and this is also a part of revival and a responsibility of the church they shared possessions with everybody who was in need and they gave for those who were in need and this happened just exactly like acts chapter 2 verse 44 and 45 this is radical considering others better than ourselves considering god first and sacrificing my own possessions and material things for the benefit of the kingdom of god and the benefit of others and what was the result with great power the apostles preached and testified regarding the resurrection of the lord jesus christ my dear friend when we give god the number one priority 
when we love people and when we keep our material possessions and talents as last and use this worldly possessions to help others in the time of need automatically we will be filled with the power of god when there is generosity in our lives when there is unity and humility in our lives god will use us god will revive us and not only we will experience the revival but god will use us to reach out with the love of the gospel with the message of the gospel may god use your talents and material possessions for the glory of god's name and may god strengthen you with the holy spirit with a revival fire and the power of the holy spirit so that you can be effective witnesses of our lord jesus christ god bless you we will see you with another podcast next week until then god richly bless you